0: I would like to welcome everybody to the third episode of the Chilling with Dylan podcast. Today we're going a little old school with Michelle Costa from Big Brother 10. We're gonna talk about her time on arguably the best season of all time and her thoughts on Keisha and Memphis's gameplay on Big Brother 22. Enjoy. So, um, thanks for being here. Um, I want to start off with just how are you doing? How's life treating you? 2020 has been a crazy year for everybody. So how are you doing? How's your family doing? Um, Just to start off.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate you wanting to hear (laughs) what I have to say. So uh, that's awesome. Hello, everybody out there. Um, You know, I think I'm in the same boat as everyone else. Just trying to deal with this crazy world that we live in, um, between the pandemics and the protesting, um, and obviously we see that there's not much change in this pandemic. Um, You know, I have not been um, isolated, I guess you could say, Um, during the day. I have to quarantine when I get home from work because I work in grocery retail. So Mm -hmm. I've been in the whole situation um, without actually taking any kind of breaks from it. So I go come home. I try to calm myself and um, I quarantine, but I just try to go day by day at this point. You can't make yourself crazy over timelines and what's going to happen tomorrow. And you can just do what you can at the moment. And so I try to stay safe. I wear my mask and my gloves and Mm -hmm. you know stay away from family like um that you know could be affected by if i have covid because i i haven't had it or any symptoms but it doesn't mean it hasn't stared me right in the face yeah and you know what else is good a little bit of wine (laughs) just to make sure it kills all those bad germs yeah or you know, whatever is the drink of your choice. I say, you know, <laughs> stop doing
0: the- <laughs> So I want to get right into 22, and then eventually I want to work our way back to Big Brother 10, your season. Um, so to start off, um, we've had four weeks, four or five weeks so far of uh, All-Stars 2. I want to just know, as a former player, what are your thoughts on the season? Are you liking it? Are you not liking it? And in which ways do you think it could be improved upon? I guess is the way word word it. Is.
1: OK. So I have a lot of different feelings. OK. I got a lot of feel- feelings. <laughs>
0: let's get into them.
1: So let's get into them. OK. So for me, um, do I feel like this is Big Brother All Stars? And I have to say that they, they got the name wrong, OK? Um, Do I think there's people in there that all-stars? Absolutely, 100%. Do I think there's people in there that confuse me of being an all-star and what an all-star is in my mind? Um, There's definitely some people that don't fit the all-star criteria. Uh, Do I think that um, it should have been named something different? Like it would have been cool like Big Brother, Pandemic version or um, Big Brother Bubble or something like along the lines because, um, you know, I think that they put this together kind of quickly. Um, I don't think anybody realized that this type of pandemic was going to happen. It was going to shut down everything. Um, as a fan, as a super fan, I'm so excited that we have Big Brother on to watch. And I'm glad that they tried to work out whatever they could in order for us to watch it. Um, You know, I, I, it bothers me when people say, you know, this season sucks. I'm never going to watch it. Let's be honest with each other. We're going to watch it, whether it's awesome or it's a train wreck. That's what it's all about. I will not stop watching, um, because it's a bad season, but I will definitely make my opinion known. Um, you know, I think that this could be kind of like um, like a little appetizer before we maybe get in, get ourselves um, an all-star season, another one like season seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and why do I say that? Because Survivor is not going to film, right? They're not filming. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be able to go out and yeah. film. Amazing Race is not going to be able to go out and film. So... What is it that they're going to be filling in those time slots? And I think that they're going to probably, seeing that they've got this bubble thing figured out and, um, you know, they're making sure that they've kept the consensus safe and they test them every other week and they have their um, production and their crew um, in the bubble as well. I feel like this is kind of like a practice run, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we know what we can do. We know what we can't do or shouldn't do. You know and they're gonna have to fill in these time slots you know n- not a lot of production is going on right now so i would think that big brother would be smart if they did like some sort of themed maybe all stars three or uh revenge or redemption or um you know big brother twists like whatever twist took somebody out of the house they can come back and get their revenge um so you know, I think that some something's going to come about this, um, but I'm not very excited about how the season's going so far at all.
0: Yeah, um, talking about the name of the season, I I think I put it on Twitter that I wish this was more of a redemption or a second chance season um, yes. because we only have two winners, Nicole and Ian, and they could have easily taken Nicole and Ian out and put in one female and one male and had 16 people that have never won the game before. Yes, um, I agree. One other thing, talking about the bubble, obviously Survivor has not been able to go to Fiji yet, an amazing race, who knows when that's gonna start up. Um, do you think it might be a time for Big Brother over the top two, maybe? Considering a lot of die-hard Big Brother fans love the casting of that season, love that season a lot that maybe they might do that on CBS All Access this winter slash
1: spring? It, it could be a possibility, yeah. I mean, they still have to go about doing the bubble. So I think if they're going to do that, they're um, maybe they can incorporate both what Big Brother Over the Top brought us that the regular season doesn't bring us, and that's literally watching everything with no, I love the animals, I love the doggies and the yeah. cats and the. But there's sometimes I'm like, I'm watching the live feeds. Please stop shutting them off. Yeah. So obviously Big Brother Over the Top, we saw them actually like the competitions. We saw them lining up. We heard them talking. Mm -hmm. We heard what they're going to, you know, who would go in first. And, you know, we heard all those different aspects of it. Um, So that would be cool. But do I think CBS would do something with it on live CBS? No. Um, But they could do something for the winter. You know, I think they need to um, rotate their um, production team and their camera crew and give them breaks um, in between so they can can be with their family and they can quarantine and do the proper procedures. So they might have something in between. Um, Because if I was Big Brother, I mean, you you still have the best ratings right now. You're Mm -hmm. the most talked about on social media, Um, whether it's good or not and um why not take advantage of that if you can be on two three four times in the year i mean that's live feeds you know for the entire year you you've got the the ratings why not Mm -hmm. but they have to do a little bit better with their theme flash casting yeah you can Uh, cast the way you want to but you have to properly name it
0: yeah i want to get into the cast of this season so um it seems that we don't, it doesn't, it is that we don't have that many old school players. We had Kesar, Janelle, Keisha, Memphis, and Danny is, I guess, a little bit of both. Um, so I wanna know, I consider you old school. So what is your cutoff season um, between old school and new school? Um, and then do you think the old school players basically stood a chance this season? Because on Survivor Winners at War, we saw the best players of all time, Parvati, Boston, Rob, Sandra, all get taken out early because they just didn't have the numbers. So if you could just talk about the old school, new school dynamic and uh, what you thought about the fact that it seems like they didn't, there was only four of them and Memphis and – or five, and Memphis and Danny kind of like jumped the boat.
1: Okay, so I am very disappointed that they didn't have as many old school um, I feel as though that's been really where we have seen the brother gameplay happening um, the past. Uh, I would say to 13, 14, so maybe 14 would be OGs. Okay. 15 and up I would think would be new Gs just because the type of game that was being played with them and the, the, the more for the recruiting of the players, the more lack of knowledge of the game and the more of the social influence where they cared more about how many people would follow them, not realizing that people are gonna follow you no matter what, whether you played a good game on Big Brother or not, yeah. or why don't you play a really good game win, and you'll have all the followers you want. Um, so I think that's where the, the old school, new, new school, um, for me, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, so obviously we know that we've heard and seen and continue to hear things about outside alliances forming and i mean let's be honest there there's going to be outside alliance when you are involving past big brother house guests some are going to be without even being said you don't have to call them you can hey you want to do an alliance you, that's not probable um, with some of, you know, the friendships that I have, you know, some are like unspoken. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's other people that have gone in a different direction where they don't feel like their game is good enough. They don't feel like their social game is good enough. They feel afraid. So they built these uh, outside alliances like forcibly. Um, and that is a little bit a little bad taste in my mouth because it's not organic and it takes the fun and the excitement of watching people walk in and go oh my
2: god you're in the house what
1: like oh my god you know people went in there that never even met that were brought together and it like kind of ruined it kind of right away Mm -hmm. um because we did see like, you know, my old school um, fellow Big Brother 10, um, I was really excited to see them. I mean, it's been 12 years, so I was yeah. excited to see Keisha play. I was excited to see Memphis play. Um, so, you know, the fact, oops, The fact that um, Keisha went out first is really disappointing. The fact that Memphis didn't help and didn't do anything To try to attempt because he was already in an alliance, that was a little bit upsetting to me. Um, You know, am I shocked? No, because I lived, I lived in the house. You know, so what? What happens if you're not in, you know, a live theater Mm -hmm. and you're just a CBS watcher? You know, a lot of people are probably saying that they've never seen the side of Memphis play, but I seen it so i'm not shocked by it um fact that janelle and kaser are out it's like what the fact that danny uh i'm very shocked by danny um she's one of the people that have shocked me in her gameplay um i love her you know she's awesome but when it comes to this particular big brother game i don't think she's playing a good game at all yeah um so though who am I to say because she's in a big alliance or an alliance or a multiple alliance, but as a viewer and as a fan, um, I don't like the way it's going for her in regards to how she's going to be when, you know, what's going to happen when she gets out. Mm -hmm.
0: Who was on the season after you? We played with Jesse. I thought played a great game on Big Brother 11. Got third place. Would have won if he won that last HOH against Jordan. This season his reads are off. He's not doing that well um so do you think the old school they're just i guess the best word is rusty about the uh difference between the two styles of game and if you think it's just it's a different style and, and we're playing a new school game now in the
1: um okay so kevin um i love kevin by the way he's awesome um <laughs> spent a lot of time with him he came to my charity event so shout out to kevin um Okay. Do I think that they're rusty? I think that, the, uh, you know, it's like keeping an antique car in the garage, you know, when it comes yeah. out, you know, there might be a, a couple things you need to, you need to fix on it or, or tighten up, but it's going to ride smooth when you take it for a ride, you <laughs> yeah. know? Um, do, I guess like the, the problem is, is that you have to adapt with what's going on with the house. The biggest problem that this house has, and I'm gonna just, I'm gonna lay it on the table right now. They forgot that they're on all-stars, okay? Mm -hmm. That this isn't their first go around. Number one, they all walked in with the same paycheck, okay? Yeah. So, you know, whatever that may be, they still, they walked in with the same paycheck. So let's go and look at each other and say, wow, we are in all-stars. Uh-huh. Let's all have a, a clean slate. Let's play the game. No hurt feelings. Let's give the people what they want. Let's do this. Let's play this game. And falls to the walls because we are already winning. We're already winners. When you start playing Big Brother like you're in the first time player, you're a novice. Let's do everything that the HOH wants and the HOH wants us to all vote like this. So we're all gonna vote like we can't have one person vote for this other person. Give them a, I'm your friend, I'm working with you vote or no, everything's got to be 10 to zero. And that's bull crap. It's kumbaya. No, this is all stars. You went in there. To play a game, you got a paycheck because they wa- wanted you for some reason. Whether you're the shitster, can I say that? Sorry. Yeah, you're good. um <laughs> Whether you're the gamer, whether you're the social person, whether you're um, sneaky, whatever it is, you're there for a purpose.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, just like every week, you go to work, you get paid at the end of the week because you did a good job. So they came, they gave you a paycheck ahead of schedule.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> so that you so that you could bring it. And all they've done is play like new school. New school play, scare. And it's a shame because the HOH has power for two and a half days, two and a half days. They put somebody up, then they have to put a replacement veto. Maybe, depending on the twists and turns, right? And that's it. They don't vote unless it's a tie and they don't play in the next HOH. Why the hell are these people like, oh, we got to do it the HOH one. Do you know that if, um, when um, Dan- Danielle and it was Enzo gave that hinky vote to Janelle, if the ones that were actually going to vote for her voted, Janelle would have stayed. Yeah. I mean, these people are playing like up their ass. I I just, I don't understand what is happening. Mm -hmm. I don't. And the only people that I had faith in are gone.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Janelle and Kaser were gaming from the beginning, were reading people and they got out. I mean,
0: yeah. I still have hope for, for Davon now. She's, she's, my, ah. she's my number one. She's been my number one with Janelle, but it's now just down to her. Um, me
1: and, D- and Davon, I like this. <laughs> okay. I talked to Davon till the last minute before she left and never knew she was going. Mm-hmm. She never ever told me actually the first week of the live feeds. She looked at the camera. And she said, "Michelle Costa, sorry that I lied to you about coming in the house. I'm really sorry. Um, that's my girl. Uh, that's who my pick is.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm friends with a lot of people in the house, but they is my girl. But yeah. I'm scared because
0: I'm scared. I thing.
1: don't see, I don't see it happening. Unfortunately, with all these people in the house with." outside alliances and you know uh, I don't I
0: don't know. Yeah so I want to so. I want to get into a couple of the we've had some controversies this week. Um, <laughs> Have we? <laughs> so your former uh housemates Memphis it seems like he's obsessed with Ian. Um He constantly he wanted to backdoor Ian during his week Um and it seems like Dan is kind of at the center of this like he wants to redeem Dan for losing to Ian or he feels that if he beats Ian then he could redeem himself for losing to Dan um there was also a point in the house I believe it was yesterday or two days ago where he was making fun of Ian and Nicole and Danny were laughing and um Twitter blew up about that because Ian is on the spectrum so and to to keep going with the Memphis thing. It seems like he's just completely miserable there. Um, so I wanted to, if you could just talk more about Memphis and the whole Ian dynamic, and do you know if there's any bad blood, or do you think it's just that he wants to redeem himself for the whole dance situation, or why do you think Memphis has become so obsessed with Ian?
1: So, um, uh, you know, I'm I'm not quite sure. You know, Memphis um, is kind of always played like a very, my season, Um, we were in an alliance and, um, you know, he he didn't win anything. He kind of laid back and let kind of like us do the work. And when it was time for him to jump ship, when we brought him to a certain point, he jumped ship and screwed over, you know, people there too. So uh, it's not anything surprising to me. but I don't know why he's very adamant about Ian and you know, it doesn't really make sense because like Dan won yeah. and he went onto a game that was, you know, he didn't play half the game and then half the game was when they were like, okay, Dan, you can play now. And then has like, you know, the ridiculous funerals and all this kind of stuff. And, Makes it the final two, and people were like, "Oh!" So they voted for Ian. Ian played a good game, so the whole obsession with Ian is just—it's a little weird mm-hmm. because it's like Dan already won, and he got second, and so you, aren't you trying to win? Like, why are you so about binging Dan? I don't, I don't, I don't really get. I—I um, I think it would be like one of those things like you want to go after him because he's a winner already you know like uh like nicole like that would be my targets like nicole ian you guys already won prove that you guys are winners and i just don't i don't understand what you know they're what they're doing in the house so the whole memphis with ian thing i mean that to me it would be a reason because he won and he has a chance to win again so that would be a target not to avenge Dan winning and getting second. I, I, I don't understand that part. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the stuff that's going on in the house, right now is we seen on the live feeds and, you know, um, making fun of somebody's disability, or, you know, some people would say it's not a disability, but it's just a matter of who you ask. Whatever it is, you don't make fun of anybody regards to um mental illness or um you know it's a little bit shocking to me that there's people actually making fun of him but I'm not too surprised unfortunately change as a society and think that it's acceptable to mock fun of people for um for disabilities for um the color of their skin and I'm absolutely disgusted by it it's appalling and disgusting and um at the same time that being said um some people will probably address it when they get out of the house and I hope that they address it immediately
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: you know everyone's human beings and everybody is human and makes mistakes so um first acknowledging what you did was wrong but um it's disappointing it really Mm -hmm. is
0: Um, to touch on that, we've had, obviously, Big Brother 21 was a complete mess. Um, and we've had some controversies in the past couple of seasons. Um, what do you think that, I know there's no answer on what it, what's the cause of it, but do you think it's, they're just casting people? Because obviously they all went through trainings, biasy trainings before the season came, uh, before they started filming the season, um. Do you think it's just casting? Do you think even if it's negative attention, do you think they forget the cameras are there and just talk true to themselves? Or why do you think we've had so many controversies on Big Brother rather than other shows? Do you think it's because Survivor, we had a controversy on season 39, but we really haven't had that many other ones, but Survivor doesn't have live feeds. So we, they pick what they show us, right? So yes. um If you could just talk about why you think Big Brother has had these issues with season 15, 21, there's some issues this season, there's issues sprinkling in between other seasons as well.
1: Um, Well, first off, I think that, you know, you can cast somebody and um, they can answer your questions and, you know, they can go get evaluated and, you know, but at the end of the day, when you're filming somebody 24 hours a day, um, they're bound to say something that's going to offend somebody.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it could be little, could be big, but there'll be somebody that's offended by it. That's, you know, I always try to tell people, um, you know, to try to see how, what somebody's going through in the Big Brother house. Film, Have somebody film you for 24 hours. You know, it's different doing it when you know that there's a camera on you, but I'm sure you're bound to say something that will... Be disgusting in someone's eyes um I think that they tend to forget that there's cameras there because it's not the same type of reality show where there is a camera crew r- right in front of you yeah. you don't see the camera crew they're behind the doors they're up in the um the walls up in the corners and there's nobody holding them so you do forget that they're in the house so I think that um some people um they get comfortable and they also are chameleons, they adapt to their surroundings. So sometimes they laugh at things that they shouldn't. Um, But in actuality, I think a lot of people show their true colors who they really are. Um, And um, the biggest problem for me is that what, how CBS handles it. So CBS handles it by nine times out of 10 brushing it under the rug. They brush a the situation under the rug and hope that people didn't see it on the live feeds. Um, hope that it's not talked about or really go by hoping that the CBS watchers, the people that are watching just CBS, don't really get that side of the, the people. Nine times out of 10, I feel like it's the people that, that, they're portraying as um, the nice ones, you know, and you know um, what America like thinks is great. So you know, they try to cover up, um, which I would go a different route, especially with what we have going on today. Um, I would I would bring it to the table. Mm-hmm. I would address it in front of the House with a House meeting, um, address the situation. Um, I would air it um, and see that coming together and um, discussing it um, would actually educate a lot more people. And um, some people might not think that they're saying something wrong, but if they have a conversation within the house and a person explains to them how it offends them, I think people would be more educated. Um, And... I I think that they, unfortunately, that there's people out there that don't see problems with certain things, you know, Um, how I would go about it is how Survivor has definitely brought up a lot of the situations on D and especially MTV, MTV, they bring it to the forefront immediately and they take action. Um, as we've seen and I don't know if you're a watcher of Challenge. Big Brother UK or other um, outside of the Northern America Big Brothers, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: you go home, yeah. you pack your stuff, you get addressed of what the situation is, and you go home. Yeah. Bye. The, your, your type of mindset is not welcome here, you know? Um those are mainly based on uh, their, um, UK is actually for them. So um, it goes by their popularity in that mm-hmm. in that aspect. But I feel like the CBS tries to shove bad people down your throat and the people that are good and nice or that are real people and are, are, are portrayed to be like the bad ones, I think. Yeah. And that's not for all circumstances. That's just my opinion. So I wish that CBS would bring more to the for- forefront and bring it more to let's talk about it, especially with everything that's going on in this world right now um, with the Black Lives Matter and um, certain situations need to be discussed and not brushed under the
0: table. Mm-hmm. I think um, that's a problem. So I want to, I, I think they showed some stuff on season 15 and they got all this negative backlash because obviously there were some messed up things that were said on season 15 a lot of messed up things um and i th- i think that if they think that there's a difference between a live feed viewer and a tv show viewer and if they don't put it on a tv show they just pretend it doesn't happen which is kind yeah. of messed up because if it's on le- if if it happens they need to show it right which is why I'm, I'm interested in seeing how they portray the Christmas versus Bailey and Devon fight from this week. Yes. Um, so I want
1: to. Very disgusting, yes.
0: Yeah. I want to dive into that and take your opinion on that whole situation. And then how do you think, I'm going to probably get this out by tomorrow morning ish. So I think the fight will be on tomorrow's episode. Um, how do you think they're going to edit that? And what were your thoughts on that whole, that whole night?
1: Okay, so um, I, I hadn't watched the feeds, um, so I get a lot of my information um, through different um, websites I can't to watch, um, uh, RRBQ, I watch Big Brother, um, Big Brother uh, I think live feed updates, uh, or Big Brother updates. You know, I, I tend to go see multiple ones because there's some that are biased. There's some that have their opinions. So I just, I want to get a bit of everything. Um, and then I went back and I watched the videos. So um, I can say that I am not a Christmas fan. I not was not a Chris fan from her season. I think that when she got surgery, she should have had surgery and gone home and took care of her ankle from home. Mm -hmm. Um, so the whole her being in the house thing just I didn't like it and I didn't see what the excitement was for a lot of people that came back so that would have been good redemption right if that's what they were going to call it redemption she didn't get to really play because she was you know even though she won a running competition with a broken well anyway that's another story Um, so (laughs) so I was not excited to see Christmas play, and this is why I'm not a fan of hers. I, I, I don't like the way she um, handles situations. Um, this situation between um, Davon Bay and Christmas, uh, to me, is pretty much reminds me of her and Dominique's kind of interactions
0: on 19. her
1: season, <laughs> and um the how she played it like it's her integrity and everything and it's like no in my opinion blatant kind of racism and racist um you know she was talking about how she was going to put them on the block um because they're dangerous um they're dangerous players they haven't won anything they're blown by themselves but they're dangerous players and that she was afraid she was going to get stabbed, and beaten, and punched, and kicked, and thrown things at. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? What? What is it that makes you feel like that? Coming from a woman who is an aggressor, who ran over somebody with her vehicle. Um, I I think she was coming at that situation and I mean, let's be honest here. She wouldn't have said that if she put other people on the block, I feel.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And then with what happened with the fight, um, I watched Davon was talking to her, like having a new conversation, trying to work things out, patch things out. um, And then Christmas started to get nasty. And then I saw the same thing happened with Bailey um, when she was trying to address the situation. Christmas had to get nasty. And they think because they're fiery, like that's like me, I'm fiery. Um, I'm like loud talker and I'm, you know, I'll tell you what I think, you know, is what I think about the situation or whatever. I'll say it to your face. Um, and I feel like. Christmas was going to use that because Bailey had her tiff with Tyler last year. Um, and Davon will tell you, you know, right to your face what's going on and using that as like, a, you know, Christmas was a victim situation and it, that that was total crap. So what do I think is going to be shown? Not. Bailey and Davon um, being the ones that were getting attacked, but that they were attacking christmas and that she's the victim because we still don't know how they're going to edit tyler's situation yeah so tyler's situation is going to entangle within that
0: yeah i think with what and i've been a a fan since her season on big brother 17 um and then i was a fan of her on the challenge and i've if you scroll through my twitter feed it's all support for Dave. but with the her and Bailey situation christmas escalated the whole situation and then kind of hours later talking to whoever i forget who she was talking to kind of blamed it on them like they escalated it and she just had to defend herself and this and that and the other i thought it was total um and that she played the victim card when we all have known christmas as the the aggressor we've seen her on big brother 19 um we see her. We saw her with the mob mentality go against the Nixon's. Um, yep. So putting her on this season, I was not. A, I was not supporting the decision. But I saw the other some of the other casts. I was like, okay, we'll take one for the team. We'll just we'll bring Christmas on because we needed somebody. But seeing how she plays the same kind of aggression game and doesn't make decisions for herself is kind of it's disheartening that somebody else could have gotten that spot, if that makes sense. I feel that, yes. and I can't think of a name off the top of my head, but I mean, like Portia from Big Brother 13, or Kalia from Big Brother 13, or Libra, or you, or Rand, like somebody else could have gotten her spot. Um, because I don't, on her season, I feel as if she just kind of, if Paul said jump, she just started jumping. And then if he told her, stop jumping, she would stop jumping kind of thing. And seeing her go against Bailey and Devon and then blame them for it is, is messed up. And I'm really hoping the edit shows true to what actually happened. Um, we will see, won't we? Yeah.
1: We going- know, we saw what happened, <laughs> yeah. but what are they going to show the CBS?
2: Computer?
0: Yeah. Going into the Tyler situation, there's been... A lot of drama about Alice, Alison Grodner, the uh, executive producer. Um, so I want if you could just, a lot of people have, I've, I'm sure you've seen the tweets um, that she had to drive and rush to the studio to save him and say, you can't quit, this, that, and the other. Um, you were on the show. I've heard many different stories about the diary, the Diary Rooms production rigging the show this than the other. So if you could just talk about your experience with the diary room, your experience with Allison Grodner, do you think, I mean, obviously she has favorites. It's kind of obvious to tell, but do you think that there's a chance where like, how accurate do you think it is? Do you think she's basically Tyler's my fave? I'm going to try to get him as far as I can. Do you think she has favorites? Do you think she plays up her favorites each season? And that's why we're kind of stuck getting some players forced down our throats every season. Um, and obviously it's been 12 years since you've played but if you could just talk more about the production side of things
1: okay well you're we're not allowed to talk about production <laughs> so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you my opinion yeah and my experience so do i think it's scripted or whatever people say no for me no um do I think sometimes questions that are asked veer you in certain directions? Yeah, but also you're also paranoid and paranoia, so you read things maybe a little bit more than you would in a regular world. Um, do I think people have been guided or pushed to say things? Yes. Um, myself, no, but I... I i don't want to believe it but i i think there are people unfortunately that have maybe possibly um we it is reality tv so Mm -hmm. um i'm sure there's this a way that they want things to go right Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't go their way sometimes it doesn't go our way um that's why excuse me that's why there's twists and coup d'etats and and our boxes and I never got nothing. I can't. I can't. (laughs) I don't think I was a favorite. Isn't that so sad? Oh God,
0: your whole season. Um, But yeah,
1: I played a game. (laughs) So, do I think that there's favoritism? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And just because you like somebody doesn't mean we want to see them play brother. Yeah. Okay. Like you can like them. You can invite them to your barbecue. Like. (laughs) maybe go out for a dinner something but don't show them down our throats once twice is enough um, and it infuriates me if this is true because i say to myself okay if this person was in this scenario would said person come running you know If this person was in this scenario and they wanted to would said person come in? and I'm not signed. I'm not shocked. And I, you know, if that's some of the rumors that are out there, sometimes it's like a 50 50 either. It's true or not. And do I think that, you know, it could be a possibility. Yes. I do feel as though he's favorited by, whoever it is. It might not be Allison. It might be another producer. It might be another situation, whatever case may be. Um, if he wants to quit, let him quit. Yeah. What I think was kind of reminded to him was that he was given an early paycheck. And that early paycheck will need to be returned yeah. with maybe possibly other expenses if that person decides to exit the building. And not only if you decide you want to self-evict, but if you volunteer yourself to go up on the block to get evicted. Do I think it was a scenario like that? Possibly. Like you can't, Nothing can happen this week. You can't, you know,
2: mm-hmm. who's to
1: say if next week he doesn't end up in the block and go home. That's, that's a different scenario. Um, so anything's a possibility. My opinion is he is favored. They do like him. Um, and, it, you know, they don't want to see anybody leave. Why would you want to see anybody leave?
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, you do not want to see anybody leave. Though that being said, he did say numerous times that he wanted to leave. Now a lot of people are saying, you know, how is he going to turn it around? Is it is he trying to make himself look good? I really hope that he's not utilizing like Black Lives Matter and to I mean to improve his credibility. Um, I mean, I, I think we saw Angela write something on the internet that, you know, that goes against his character and um you know. I I really hope not. So I really hope that future things that are happening in the house prove what he's saying by actions instead Mm -hmm. of by words. So if he feels bad about this certain situation, if he feels responsible for the situation, then he should be using his power to help or he should be. Trying to an HOH and keeping them safe, improving it. Or mm-hmm. it, giving the HOH if he's if it's down to say I'm gonna give it. If it's down to Tyler and let's just say David. Mm-hmm. And it's down to them too for HOH. Will he throw it to her and say, you know what? Here. And guess what? I'll volunteer to be the person that you put in the block. No harm, no foul. Because at the end of the day, she doesn't vote right yeah so they could still vote for him to stay or i mean not against him um so for me um actions speak louder than words and if he really is truly upset and you know um pretty much wired up like a zap collar <laughs> that if he tries to self-evict he's gonna get zapped then he should prove that his actions and making up for whatever he thinks he did wrong.
0: Mm That's what I think. Um, All right, to switch it up a little bit, they played a game on the live feeds week one or two for like the Facebook viewers. Um, And I thought some of the questions were interesting. So I just wanted to ask you really quick some of the questions before we get into your season, Big Brother 10. Um, Sure. If you could pick one person from any 21 seasons, minus yourself, to play this season, who would it be?
1: To play in this season? Play this season. Play in this season. I'm Because it's like so many different yeah. people, but I would say, Jody.
0: Okay, second chance
1: because yeah because i'm not thinking that this is like the all-stars i'm going by what the cast that they have and we have ourselves a david
0: who got out first
1: need i say anything else we don't even know what hoh is we don't even know what yeah. is. yeah it's crazy so if you're going to put somebody in that kind of didn't even get into the house no, you know like a Julia glenn um
0: Cameron from
1: 19. People that were taken out pretty much right. I, I yeah. would have gone Jody.
0: Yeah. I think if yes. I, yep. I was somebody else. If I was going back to before the season started, my number one's always Vanessa Russo. Because I love Vanessa Russo from oh, 17. Yes. But knowing how this cast turns out and the mess that we have seen so far, put Rachel Riley in that house. Put Rachel Riley in that house to work with Janelle and give me the Rachel-Danny Briones rivalry from Big Brother 13, or give me the Rachel-Nicole Franzel rivalry from The Amazing Race. Because, I mean, Rachel's reality TV gold, in my opinion.
1: Yes. Yes, she is.
0: Um, Love her. My next, se- my next question is, you've said you're a Big Brother super fan. Your favorite mm-hmm. season to watch all time. And you can say Big Brother 10 if you like r- watching that season back.
1: Well, I do think that Big Brother 10 is... It, it goes like one, two, three, probably is the worst I've heard. Uh, depending on who you ask, definitely top. Yeah. Um, um, one of my favorite scenes is season two. Okay. Loved season two. Um, And I, I, I thought uh, Big Brother All Star Sin was awesome. Uh, like they were playing balls, balls, what we. What we deserve, yeah. Um, but I'm like, I, I like all the the beginning ones, you know. I really liked five and I like six and I thought eight was really good. You know, Eric Stein got screwed. over. That's another person I'd like to see. Yeah. Eric Stein, he got screwed over.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the saboteur, she got screwed over. Uh, I, you know, stuff like that. that that's the stuff yeah. that I want to see. But um, you ain't I ain't doing anything.
0: No, yeah. Past. All right. My next question is if you were brought back to play again on an All Stars three, a Second Chances, whatever the season may be, where it's an all returnee cast, and you could pick one person from your season to play with and one person from another season to play with, who are you picking?
1: I would love to have Rennie. Okay. Because I think that the diversity, she um, was, you know, the oldest female play. She was awesome, funny, entertaining. She was good at comps. Um, So I think overall, she's awesome. And I I like the diversity in age, um, which that's another issue with Big Brother nowadays. Um, I would like to play with a few people for the season, but I'm going to say Renny. Um, just because I I was with Keisha, but now it's like she already played. Yeah. Um, Jesse, I love Jesse. He was my ride or die, but it was like too target, too much of a target, yeah. you know. Um, I love April. I, I love them all. I mean, I do. But I'd say Ready, and from another scene, I'd say Lawan
0: Okay, that's that's an interesting pick.
1: Yes, because if I'm going, I'm going off the, the assumption that if I were to come back, I would be coming back for a redemption, revenge yep. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, taken out by the roulette veto,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, with Dan. And, um, so I think that lawan, um, had gone out with that scenario that, that there was going to be a power and he volunteered himself. And so I think he has some reading to do. Um, and I think he's an interesting character. He's smart. Um, he's good at the comps. Like he surprised in that aspect, but um, I would think like, if I'm going to be in an all, I'm going to be in all sides with like redemption or revenge. Somebody's coming back because of something that they have unfinished business.
0: Mm-hmm. I get it um so I want to now dive into but I, I mean
1: I got a list <laughs> I got a list
0: <laughs> um I want to dive I into your list. Season. I got a list of people so big brother 10 let's go to the very beginning your casting process um obviously the casting process I think we dived into a little bit earlier is now they dm you on instagram and say hey do you want to be a part of this show Back in 2008, I'm assuming it was a little different. Um, so if you could just yeah. talk about your casting process. How many seasons did you actually audition for before you got on Big Brother 10? Um, and then when did you realize, like, this is actually going to happen? Like, I, I they're going to pick me. They like me.
1: Um, I applied for season eight. Um, I sent a two-minute video in. Um, I then sent another two minute video in because I was, it was a, that was a different point in my life, um, for season 10 and the process is very intense. Um, it's, it goes on for months. You can't say anything about it. So I'm not going to be able to give you too much information Mm -hmm. about it. Um, I can't say that I did not know that I was um, on the show until they came and they brought me to sequester.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Because I know some people, like they just, they had that feeling that they're like, they like me, I'm, I'm gonna get picked.
1: Oh yeah, I had the feeling. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I had the feeling it was like, you know, I didn't want to get my hopes up from season eight. Uh-huh. you know, from not making it then. So I kind of was like, whatever happens, happens, you know. Um, do I feel like I was, you know, in contention? Absolutely, 100%. But I didn't know to like the limit, but I did like write kind of like a little journal of things about in case that I it was happening. Mm-hmm. So it was a good thing I did that, you know, because it wasn't confirmed until they... Whisk me away um and uh that that being said there i was season 10.
0: (laughs) so going back i've been playing this game with the people i've had on the on the podcast and i find it very interesting um so obviously you guys are all know each other now right but when you first saw each other i want to know what your first impressions of some of these house guests are so, if you're down, I want to give you just like five house guest names that you live with. And what was the first thing that came to your mind when you, when you met them in the hallway or when you were in front of Julie, whenever the first time you saw them or talked to them was? Okay. Um, my first is your partner in crime, Jesse. First impression of Jesse.
1: Uh, sure.
0: Oh really. Okay. <laughs> um, Libra.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm tall so <laughs> tall. <laughs> and that's her hair she had like this really cool um, bob thing going on. Um so
0: All right, my next one is the uh, the winner, Dan, Dan Giesling.
1: Suspicious.
0: Okay. Makes sense. Um Jerry
1: <laughs> um, Military Tough Guy.
0: Okay, yeah. And like I then, knew he
1: was gonna have his bed kind of thing.
0: The last one I have is America's favorite, Miss Keisha. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. all right so i want to get into your season more intense it seems that your season is arguably the fans voted the best season of all time um and there's a lot to say about best season of all time because big brother has their fans that are into the strategy portion and then they like the messy drama and you had both um oh yeah so (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i want to talk about i guess messy I want to know, do you, I mean, we could start with, let's start with this strategy, I guess, then we'll get into the mess. But I mean, Dan Giesling is arguably the best player of all time. Um, but Dan was not in control. Like it wasn't a Derek LeBessier story. Like he was on the block. Jesse was calling some shots. You were calling some shots. Um, April and Ollie were calling some shots here and there. Keisha and Libra, Jerry won a couple competitions. Um So I guess my question is, and I've always interested in this, is if you guys, like, one year apart, right? So if Jerry sends his video in one year earlier, he's on Big Brother 9, right? So you all played with Dan, who was the best player of all time. Do you think the strategy on Big Brother 10 was the best? And do you think if you guys were on... You could pick any house guest. We're on Big Brother Eleven or Big Brother Nine. That you, one of you, might have won that season since you didn't have to play against Dan.
1: Oh, I'm not sure. You know, that's hard to say.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I don't know how people would be with others in different seasons. Um, so, um, it's hard for me to to say an opinion. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know how I do or that would be vice versa. You know um we've seen Dan play in um season and he didn't really pay, play half the season he was you know pretty much had like fast track to the yeah. middle of the season knew everyone's game and then did that that way so um I don't know I just thought our our season we didn't have to try hard to like we weren't trying to fight. we weren't trying to be messy we weren't we just literally all wanted to play Big Brother and we were there to play and we all had different um, views and opinions and they were all strong. You know, um, we were all like, kind of like type Ape's and
2: Yeah.
1: So, um, you know, there were some people that sat back and, you know, waited for an opportunity to strike and there were some people that was just striking left and right. Um, You know, I didn't win that season, um, but I would never have given that up for Mm -hmm. uh, maybe in another season. I'd love to have a tip to go back in there and um, play a different type of game, I guess you could say, because your first time around, you kind of learn your stakes and learn, you know, how to react or how to do something a certain way. Will will it happen? Who knows? You could go in there and be a bigger mess.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, it could be a bigger uh fights and a bigger birthday party kicking. <laughs> um so, you know, I just think that, you know, twelve years later you have some sort of different regarding and different views. Um so you you can go in with a game, but that's that's thrown out the window because you can't go by how other people are going to react. So mm-hmm. you have to be willing to change and be a chameleon as to how other people are adapting into this. Yeah.
0: So going into the messy part of it, um, we saw fights between-
1: you Just want to get messy!
0: <laughs> Jerry and Memphis, Jerry and Libra. Yeah. Um, you got involved. Rennie got involved. Um and then obviously the big one that everybody still talks about to this day is Keisha's birthday party um, with, I mean, I I don't even, it was Jesse Keisha, Libra, was April might have been involved in that. I know she got into a couple of things with Libra and Keisha. Um, so yeah. you could talk about your guys', I don't know, mess, I guess is the best word. and when did you guys start getting comfortable enough to start screaming at each other? Do you remember when it hit that you were like, Oh shit. I mean, we're just going to be fighting the whole summer because it seems like some seasons there's people that are scared to get into those arguments and you guys were not one of them. You guys were like, we're this big family and we're going to yell at each other if we want to. Um, So what do you remember about those big screaming matches that you guys had?
1: Well, I think it was just like that. Like you said, a big family, we just fight and then we down and have dinner and we eat and then we get up and fight and then we go and down and watch a movie together. Um, we were definitely a dysfunctional family, which every year welcome. <laughs> um, it started kind of right off the bat because in our season, we were the one that voted for HOH just by visual. So before we won mm-hmm. to the house, we voted to see who who would. Hoh, so right off the bat, we were judging each other
2: mm-hmm. without
1: even saying a word. We were going by appearance. We that's a, strictly what we were going by. So we went off of our opinion, and it was divided. It was it was like I think one vote for me, one vote for somebody, and then it was like, you know, majority of this for um, Jerry, and majority of votes for Rennie. Mm-hmm. So. As you can see, it was kind of those things like, hmm, we'll give first HOH to the older crowd yeah. and how that works out because that way it's kind of like an even play field. Like, you know, there's not going to be like in the showmances involved or, you know, you know, inside of the house, we kind of just figured I, that's how I went. I was like, oh, you know, this could be really good mm-hmm. because you don't know which way they're going to go. They could go anyway. But I, Feel like it started right off that when we all went to the HOH, about ninety-five percent of us, and we cornered Jerry and told him that if he doesn't put Brian Hart on the block, that there was gonna be some problems because we at all kind of figured out at that point Brian Hart was playing everybody, and so um, that's where it all started. I think it was just right off the bat, yeah. they made us pick by rule. Um, And then um, from there, that's where it started spinning into the best season of Big Brother. (laughs) It was just off the chain. We were like, literally like, let's play. You know, if we get in a fight, we're going to see you on the competition floor. You know, we'll see who's going to be what. And that's how it was, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, yeah, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was like awesome to have been a part of it yeah um people ask me like what i thought about it and like whatever it It took me i think six six or seven years to actually watch my season oh wow
0: that's interesting um Mm -hmm. what what, because i know there's some players that don't watch the season at all and there's some that once they get out they watch it so what 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 was the deciding factor for you to wait those six to seven years to watch it and what made you eventually be like- I was oh, like,
1: why do I gotta watch it? I lived it. I don't need to watch it. You know, I saw clips that people spend me and, you know, obviously my unitard meltdown was yeah. freaking hilarious, you know, um, and giving my back to the diary room. So like I was, I saw <laughs> certain things, you know, and then what people were saying about me, whatever, or vice versa. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was like, you know, it's kind of like a traumatizing situation, yeah. you know? Um, it takes a lot to, you know, be in that house, to come out of the house, you know, to deal with social media, to deal with fans, to deal with people stopping you, to deal with like, so it was very overwhelming. It felt like, it's like it was it's, was not stopping or never ending. So it never really dawned on me, like, oh, let me watch it, you know? And one day, um, I was um, in Portugal, because that's where my family's from. And I said, "Um, I'm going to start watching. And that's where I started watching. I was in my mom's, my grandmother's house. And it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. And I said, let me start watching it. And that's how I started watching it. Um, And I had to stop. There was multiple times that I had to stop and take a few yeah. days a week
0: off breaks yeah because it was yeah
1: like a lot you know um so so I want to get but it wasn't like I I if I didn't watch it it really wouldn't be a big deal because I did live it and people yeah. always remind me of it so even if I get amnesia yeah. I, I know people are going to just
0: Hey, well,
1: I got got to talk to you about this. I got to remind you about that. Like, oh, thank you so (laughs) much.
0: And those clips of you guys screaming at each other will always be surfacing across Twitter. Um,
1: Yeah, I can't wait to show my my great-grandkids. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I want to get into the end, middle toward the end. Um, I think your blindside week, sorry to say, was one of the best blindsides. Um, in the show, history. Um, But then towards the end, the final four was Jerry, Keisha, Dan, and Memphis. And the jury house was very, seemed very upset. Obviously, April was upset um, with Keisha. Libra was upset with uh, Jerry. You had your incident with Dan. And then he kind of smoothed it over with the beach trip. So I want to talk about- No, he didn't. I want to get into that. <laughs> so I want to talk about what the jury house dynamics was it was it like, um, how much the beach trip actually mattered to you, um, and then why. What do you think would have like? Do you think Dan had the win no matter what? Because he got all seven or I think it was seven votes back then. So if you could just talk more about the yeah. how the jury house dynamics were working out towards the end.
1: Um, I think the jury was bitter.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We were
1: bitter. We were like, okay, game on. Because the game ain't over yet. I'm in the jury house, but I got a, I got a little bit yeah. game left. Um, I know that when we are in the jury house, we definitely were the same as if we were in the Big Brother house being filmed. We, we were fighting yeah. amongst each other. So we were very still passionate over it. We were still involved in it. Everybody had their opinions. Um and it was, they it they were very strong opinions, um, as they should be, because it was a very st- dominating strong house. So um and I think any opinion is um right in regards to how they were feeling. And I think that's one of the things that's um awesome about Big Brothers, you could play such an awesome game. And you put the wrong person in history, that could just take it right away. Um, so, um, I, for me, I was more actually with Memphis. Okay. He was my Alliance. He had, um, kind of mm-hmm. been with us and it was helpful for him. And you know, when it came down to it, he turned his back on the last person that was in the alliance, which was me. Um, so that problem, for me. that was a big problem. And um, was pretty blatant that, you know, it was like, kind of like kinda how we did Keisha. It was the same thing. Um, and Keisha felt very strong about it. Still to this day, when she went to that house and as you could see, Memphis still did not, put out a hand of yeah. gesture in regards to saving her life in this season as well. Mm-hmm. So, taking me to the um, to the island, oh, that was a smart move on his point because I had a lot of ears listening to me in the jury house. Um, actually, I went into the jury house telling everybody that if Dan brought Memphis, I was going to vote for Memphis to win. And if Dan or Memphis brought Jerry, Jerry was going to win. So they're lucky that they didn't bring Jerry because yeah. Jerry was going to win that. So just to let everybody know that. Um, so I just think that um, Memphis had a lot of bad blood within the jury and if we came down to actually played a good game um, or played some game, um, it would have been Dan when he started playing, after right around the time of Libra leaving, yeah, um, right at that time, that's when you that know, I, like it was okay for him to start to win competition stuff. So.
2: Yeah,
1: um, that would been that would then my was my HOH. No, then it was, um, then it was his HOH. Uh, so. Um, and then him bringing me to the islands the that was a, he was giving me wine but um, it showed like
2: haha ha, he he he
1: yeah that was for a second because we were a Thai bees so we had to run off the beach and then I proceeded to chase him um, into the water with an oar um, and I was going to drown him they didn't show that
2: Oh,
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not really, Teddy drown him. Yeah, I know. But, <laughs> no, we were, and we were like, they, they get a bowl with like an, yeah. oar, an oar, and I chasing him around, like, you know. But they didn't show any of that. that yeah. part. They just showed me sitting at a table. Ah, it had no bearing on anything in regards to voting. Yeah. I said when I let when I got back I told everybody that I was voting for Memphis to win and if not Jerry and it was a huge fight in the house between myself Renny um, Keisha um, Ollie April yeah it was Libra we got in a fight we had to be separated not physical um but we were screaming as we did in the house so we were put into our own rooms for a while that that would cause a little
2: rift
1: um, yes because I had told Rennie and Keisha if they voted me out that they were coming back to back behind me because the boys are going to take Jerry to the end and there was their time at that moment to keep me and they kept Jerry so I said I still gotta have a little fun
0: come (laughs) on all right, so coming to the end of the season. Oh, I
1: never was going to vote for Memphis. It was just, <laughs> we, we, actually me, April, and Ollie talked about it before I even brought yeah. it up. We thought it was going to be fun.
2: <laughs> we wanted to have a little fun.
0: Come on. Um, so the season <laughs> ends, Dan wins, Keisha wins America's Favorite, and you come out of the show, uh, out of the house, out of the show, and you haven't. Him- been in the real world in uh 75 days i think it was back then so if you could talk about what your experience was like coming out of the house coming back to the world the fans knowing your name either i'm assuming a lot of them loved you but i'm assuming you also got hate because there's trolls everywhere um so if you just talk about your experience out of the house how how did it affect you and the love and the hate that you got from the fans
1: so when I got out of the house. It was, it was very surreal. Um, you know, uh, my season, um, let's to give you an idea out there in the world listening, um, my face was popular. So there was no Twitters, no Facebook, yeah. none of that happening. Um, so we didn't really have the social sort of media aspect. Of it. We still did, but it wasn't as it is now. Um, you know, in life, you have haters and you're going to have, you're going to have people that love you and hate you. Um, and you know, it depends on my season was be like cut and dry. Like either you're on this or that side and as fans, they were as well. Um, so I'm sure there was people that disliked me and there's people that, well, obviously that loved me. And, um, I, I didn't really, I mean, I've, I got like hate mail and hate messages and still to this day because of either who I'm rooting for or my didn't uh, who i feel like i like politics um you know haters are gonna hate i mean I, I you know i played a game i you know made and did some things that were not acceptable and you know as we all did and mm-hmm. you know um, i talked it out and worked with people as they also did with me mm-hmm. um so we just have to be adult about it and know that it was a game um and it's what happens outside in the world um you know that you to go by and judge people um meaning um my my house members yeah um as for the fans they're very awesome hardcore and the biggest fans in the world i don't think that there's any types of fans like big brother um and when i mean all over the world i went to portugal i've been to canada i've been to Mexico and people recognize me, so um, it's definitely a wide um, situation. Um, you know, I I I kind of just laugh it off Say if you're not being talked about and you didn't really make an impression, yeah. So um, it's better to be talked about than to not be about it at all or forgotten. Um, yeah. And I accept I accept people that didn't like me. except the people that judged me for having a raspy voice all me, man, sh-, all that. Ridiculousness, but you know, um, I don't hate them for it. I just didn't focus my attention on the people that were giving hate. I was giving to the people that gave me love.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to end
1: it. Love out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> till this day, you guys are awesome.
0: All right. Well, I want to say thanks for coming on here. Sorry for running a little long um oh, it's okay
1: i can talk forever that's the problem
0: <laughs> um so if there's anything- not that that's a problem
1: but you know <laughs> what i mean i get
0: um lost. if there's anything you want to plug your twitter your twitter or your instagram i'm going to put it in the description below but if you want to say it out loud um before we wrap up where can people find you
1: well i just want to say dylan thank you for um having me on your podcast um you're awesome keep the good work Um, and I just like to say thank you for the past 12 years of just, um, the best fans I can say, Big Brother has awesome fans. You loved me or you didn't. I still appreciate you as, um, a fan watching the show and appreciate that you, um, have people that you love on this, on whatever season it is. Um, and thank you for all the messages and. I know a lot of you wish that I was on the season, um, but you know, you never know. Hopefully, maybe you'll yeah. see me in the future. Um, and you can find me on Twitter, um, Michelle BB10. You can find me on Facebook, Michelle BB10. You can find me on Instagram, Michelle BB10. Uh-huh. Um, and if you can't find me on Michelle 10 you can always find me under the Portuguese Prince of Providence. Cause yeah. I'll never lose that title. Um, <laughs> and thank you for all your support and great messages. And um, thanks again. Yep. For being awesome. Yeah.
0: Love you guys. <laughs> well, that's the interview. I would like to thank Michelle for coming on. You can follow her at Michelle BB10 on social media, and you can find me uh, at Dylan underscore Deckard underscore. Thanks for listening.